You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, PostWrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast really and where else can they find us you can find us every wednesday night on youtube at youtube.com forward slash up next yes our youtube where we also do watch alongs for pay-per-views which we will be doing very soon with the SummerSlam weekend and all that fun stuff you can check out what we look like on our youtube room what what random wrestling shirts we're gonna wear and i don't have frosted tips it's lighting yeah okay it's lighting yeah uh uh-huh uh, so you claim you think it's I think it's the sun actually maybe it's the sun you're the sun age. less product in my hair you're, what you're 34 you're getting now getting grayer <laughs> oh. uh, so uh, he's not he's like 31 uh, so welcome to the show we are your Wednesday night delights I was going to say Wednesday nights because Johnny Gargano now calls himself the Wednesday night, night. with a K with a K because he's like the dark knight the hero yeah. we deserve all that stuff I love it uh, we are your NXT friends 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 and that's what we watch every Wednesday night and then we go live on our YouTube and we talk about it uh, wherever you find us on your podcast apps uh, like subscribe give us a nice little review Say nice things. Say mean things. I don't. I don't know. Just give us a good rating. Yeah, Five look stars. at tweets from a year ago and just insult us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter at Up Next Podcast and our Facebook group and page as well. Up Next Podcast. Join the conversation and all the memes I post in there as well. Uh, so it is Wednesday night. We do watch both wrestling shows we are wrestling fans we watch AEW for our patreon which is patreon.com slash up next and every thursday we do up next row where we kind of talk about nxt the fallout from that and then AEW as well but tonight was a hot episode of nxt and i know we're gonna get into it but first of all mr davy porman how are you doing 
I'm pretty good. I'm pretty warm, having been over that grill for the last <laughs> yeah, the two, grill three hours. meaning you were barbecuing. Today. Yeah, our NXT meals s- simply turned into just barbecue nights on Wednesdays. Yeah. so you just just you just came home with a bunch of meat. Well, I've just come off a diet, so that lasted two weeks. Yeah, but it was like a fasting thing. I don't know what it. What uh, it was the chicken and broccoli diet, where you're pretty much just eating chicken and broccoli. Sounds great. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wow, it was all right. Okay. I think I have lost a bit of weight, which is cool. Nice. Um, you look great. I felt good. Um, and I think I could, like, kind of maintain it. So I'm trying to, like, do it maybe every, like, two, three days a week instead. I want to try the steak and egg diet. You just Where eat you steak. just eat steak and eggs. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we did tonight. But I was, <laughs> I was excited because last week you barbecued. And, and I, I made like, you chicken and broccoli. And I was like, hey, I'll I can just have chicken. Like, so we did that. This week, I went all out. All out. I went all out. Yeah. And you got, got a bunch steak, of steak. Got yeah. brisket. Got ribs. This is wild. Got wings. Two different flavored wings. I bought <laughs> some sauces. Had some salmon. Had some corn. That's what we do now. Had on some Wednesday salads. Nights. We did have salad. Jesse from the six. We had some salad. <laughs> Our vegetarians are vegans. Yep. We do. We did eat vegetables. We had corn. That yes. was good too. Uh, yeah, that's what our Wednesday nights has become. Obviously, we podcast about all the wrestling we watch. But if you're watching wrestling, uh, we decided to just always cook for mm. one another every Wednesday. So it's a nice little roommate thing we and, do. And uh, coincidentally, I'm doing my best Keith Lee impression over the barbecue on your Instagram story. Right oh, wow, yeah, because you were just flames in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like we knew that was what was yeah. going to happen tonight with we fire. It. Yeah, uh, I mean it's summertime, so we've just been hanging out in the bar- backyard. The, the the gardens where we sometimes record shows for our Patreon back there, uh, when our neighbor's not yelling at his dog, um, and it's it's been all right. We've been barbecuing. I feel like we got a month left of of proper summer here, at least in Canada, maybe two months. Yeah, I feel I feel we'll still watch be watching AEW and NXT outside in October. Okay, we're gonna throw. How about we have a Halloween party in the backyard? It'll be a little cold, but you know. Social uh, Halloween, distant Halloween should be all right. Social distant Halloween party, yeah, in the park or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been uh, biking a lot in the in the city in Toronto, and it's been nice getting. That's how I get my exercise, going for a bike ride. But I I've also tried some swimming. Mm-hmm. That that works you out really good. Swimming's great. Yeah, exercise. yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, it's pandemic era, so it's hard to find spots, and you don't want to cross the line and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But. It's been fun. Um, but I have, uh, I, like, I'm a big music guy and I feel like I haven't talked about music on this show for a little bit, but, um, you can't go to concerts this summer. And I saw over in your side of the, the pond over there in the UK, they're doing social distant, like, summer concert things. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's going to make its way over here where they, like, it's not like the drive through <laughs> concerts, but I showed you it before yeah, the show. Yeah. It looked kind of cool. Um, so think how, at least here in Canada, they they're like spray painting on the ground bubbles Circles. for yeah uh, for parks and things. It's witchcraft, actually. It's <laughs> essentially that, but like a little like sort of scaffold platform, a little wrestling ring, like what yeah, Andre the Giant, would where you and your bubble can be in. And <clears throat> it's that like it looked great. I think still getting the things you enjoy in the summer of being in a field watching a band. Yeah, I really down. miss it. It's not going to be the same experience but i thought it looked kind of cool but my worry is is like how do you leave afterwards <laughs> you file out in a fashion you file nice out order. in two in, meters apart yeah 
Like, just wait. It's going to take for fucking It'll take ever. forever, yeah. Uh, I just, I've like, both of us have had so many tickets for so much stuff this this yeah. year. It's like so many bands and tickets that I, got, I did get some refunds on and I'm still waiting on some refunds on. But, like, you can't see. And now bands are, like, saying, hey, we've rescheduled till 2021. And it's like, oh, or will catch it be- us at Sturgis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if those damn borders were, were open, I would have gotten to see <laughs> Smash, Mouth Smash Mouth and Fozzie and Saliva and all these Drowning Pool. Drowning added. Pool we joked that? about Drowning Pool and they were added yeah. to the fucking festival. Of course they were. Uh, yeah, which is it's interesting because as, as a music fan, like I miss going to concerts. That's been a real downer. Like my, my concerts now are me watching like live I don't know tiny desk concerts or, or old concert footage on YouTube and stuff. That's how I'm revisiting like my my craving because it sucks. Like even uh, I'm a big fan of like going to like EDM stuff as well. And Dead Mouse, a huge one of my favorite artists, I've seen him a million times. He's playing at a drive-in concert. But you have to have a car, which I live in Toronto and I'm a millennial. I don't have a car. Uh, how am I supposed to see Dead Mouse if I don't have a car? So and I was thinking about this. One person, also one person, has to be the DD. He means he can't get lit. Sounds I was thinking about this, fun. and I was wondering how much, um, depending how many people you got, what was the max in a bubble in Ontario? Ten, Yes, yeah, right? so you can have four people. You can have a full car. So, but what if you, between you, so between three, ten of you, three people. split the price of a limo? Oh, wait, you mean bring a limo to a yeah. drive-in dead so mouse ticket. Buy his ticket. Yeah. And so what? It could be you and eight others, I guess, if the driver makes ten. I don't know if they'd let a limo into this thing, but okay. I like where you I like yeah. where your head's at. Or like a little party bus or ju- just a van or something. Wow. I think get get a bigger group All to rave and a dead hire mouse. someone who's like a driver. Not one of your friends being like, Yeah, I'll drive. Okay, so I love where your head's and at. And then you pimp it out. Yeah. You've got all your booze. Yeah. Um if it's just a van, you like get some disco lights or things. Yeah, okay. I well, think it could be quite fun. Well, it's funny you say that. So what are you doing Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we just got an Uber to what do What am I doing Saturday night? <laughs> I don't know. You want to go to Denmark? <laughs> sure. An Uber? I My last day in San Francisco, I, uh, like, my friends all left the day before. And I'd been to San Francisco a few years before, but I was like, you know what? I'm here. I should do the stuff I haven't done on this trip. So yeah. like, this trip, I haven't been to the Golden Gate Bridge. I haven't done the, um, what's the winding, the winding hill road called? Um, that thing. Full House? No, it's like in, in Grand Theft Auto and stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, but so I just talked to my Uber driver and was like, hey, just take me to all the spots. And I'll pay you a little And this Uber driver's getting out, taking photos oh of me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you tipped him. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. But it was great. Great wow. day. It was like 50 bucks, and in a couple of hours, I saw all the sights. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Charged my phone, played some music. Wow, we could just get we an Uber driver We accepted an Uber this. pool at one point. Whoa, so, <laughs> you guys are besties. It's great. Wow, that's like when you like pick up in an Uber pool. That used to be, you can't Uber pool anymore. Anyways, can't Uber I used to are... love Uber pool. Yeah, me I too. loved Uber Express pool, oh, where they're like, boy. walk to the top of the road and it'll be three bucks less. All I know is the YouTube chat thinks we should get the BD party van for next summer, obviously. Thinks yeah. That's where our Patreon money is going to go towards. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's what we need to get. It like, looks like the Ninja Turtles van or something. I guess Scrump could drive. Yeah, get, get Scrump, Scrump down. Yeah, the borders are closed. Ah, shucks. Uh, uh, love you, but keep them shut. <laughs> uh, it is the summer, and I have one more question. Uh, what's You work at a bar. You work at two bars now. I do, yeah. At the new gig. Um, and this this goes out to many people, I guess, because it's August. What's the song of the summer? It's a tough question, because there's so many different things. i got to be honest. And it's pandemic era. We're not going out much, because yeah, we can't. Yeah, exactly. 
and you're your own DJs now, and because we you force the own your own songs you want to hear on you. Yeah, and we use Spotify at work, so I haven't even heard like we haven't had like the top forty playlist on ah. for a while. So I don't know. You can't even get annoyed. I'm by guessing that one. you're going with whatever Moro quoted tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm saying uh, WAP by uh, Cardi B and Meg The Stallion? W-A-P. Yeah, that one. That yeah. one. Song of the uh, Summer. Well, it just came out. I wouldn't say it's Song of the Summer. Okay. I don't know. There's a few. There's a few good ones out there. Uh, I'm liking a lot of like the the dancey summery tracks because like it's the closest thing you can get to going out. You can just play it in yep. a park and you can feel like you're at like I don't know. Go play it at the pool or the beach and you feel fine. Um, I don't know. There's I think some of the song of the summer is Ringwalker. Cameron Grimes, <laughs> Cameron Grimes theme, theme song that dropped today. <laughs> <laughs> the Io Shirai theme song is my song of the summer. <laughs> Uh, I've, I shamelessly love the new uh, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, Bloody Valentine, with um, Megan Fox in the music video. Okay. He's making he, – uh, Machine Gun Kelly's making music that sounds like it's from American Pie soundtracks. So I'm down for it. I I don't know why, but I like Machine Gun Kelly. There you go. I Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's it's like my, my – And everyone's – stop listening. Because <laughs> we were just <laughs> talking about how we like Machine Gun Kelly. I like other stuff as well. Uh, I've been digging uh, anything the uh, baby puts out, which I know you're just a huge fan of. Yeah. Of the baby? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Well, I know we'll be talking about Cardi B and Megan Stallion maybe a little bit, maybe, maybe a little bit later when Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah, everyone tonight was 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 wondering when is Mauro Ronaldo gonna quote or mention Cardi B and Megan Stallion, and uh, I believe it took like what. 82 minutes, an hour and somewhat minutes of him till he finally got there, but we'll get to that. But uh, I guess you're choosing that as your song of the summer. Yes, exactly that one. <laughs> uh, so I guess we should talk about the show we are here to talk about, or we can quickly mention what we've got on plate for yeah, our Patreon. Yeah, we've got a bunch. It's our summer month. Because it's a big, big month. Now, I know someone just groaned like, no, get to the show. But listen, this week this week is packed, but this month is crazy. Yes. This week, we just did Hogwild 1996, WCW, which coincides with this whole Sturgis thing. It's like we knew it was going to happen. We did know it was going to happen. Uh, that was awesome. That's on the Patreon this, this month. That was just came out. But this week, I just watched yesterday for the first time in so many years. And we're going to be talking about it this weekend. SummerSlam 2005, Dominic hanging above the ladder. No, he should have been. (laughs) Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero, the custody of Dominic, which is funny because Dominic is wrestling at SummerSlam this year. It's as if we knew. It's like we picked it on purpose. Uh, What else happened at that show? Yeah, well, this is actually uh, like the Karate Kid. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first time I've watched this show front to back. I've oh. seen I've seen matches from it. What? Um, I've seen like uh, uh, Ray versus Eddie in a ladder uh, match multiple times. Where the fuck is Vicky? Um, <laughs> but I don't like. I haven't finished it yet. I'm up to the Cena Jericho match. Okay, and I don't think I've seen it before. Wow. So we just did the Karate this, Kid last 2005 week. 2005 is your era. Of wrestling. It is. It's the greatest era uh, of wrestling. 2005 is my dark period of wrestling. So I honestly, that's very exciting. I honestly think I could have done the review without watching it back. <laughs> I literally think that. All the Seether and Remedy, the song that they keep playing, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, Vince McMahon pandering to be president. It's yeah. great. But we're going to talk about that. Hogan versus Sean, SummerSlam 2005. Again, didn't mean to pick two Hogan headlined pay-per-views we totally to do this did month. not but uh, I mean I really wouldn't choose to do that <laughs> uh, but it's happened uh, so yeah we've got that throwback pay-per-view review coming out on Friday 
And then this Sunday, uh, what have we got coming? Well, we have another was next where we oh, do go back in yes. time. We are your NXT friends, so we've been watching NXT from like the get go, and we are in 2012 November. And the episode we're doing uh, this Friday, I believe, is coming out is where Daniel Bryan and Kane, the, the Shield is joined, but they're not mentioning it yet because they pre-taped. It's an interesting time in yeah. NXT in 2012, so we're talking about that as well. Yeah, Team Hell No. Um, yeah. In- Weird. Roman taking a reins check. It's a yeah. lot to look forward to in that review. And like we are doing our SummerSlam watch along, and then of course our Takeover 30 show will be on this free feed as well. But we do have our Takeover Tailgate 2. Davey, it's been a year since our Takeover Tailgate last summer in Toronto. Yeah. A wow. year has gone since Takeover Tailgate 1, and this time. We're opening it up to all patrons. Yes. So we're going to try something on Zoom. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a Zoom party. There's going to be some karaoke. Oh. There's going to be some chats with you guys. Yes. Um, and we'll just hang out in the afternoon of SummerSlam and have some fun. And we're going to give the code to anyone who's a patron. So you can sign up for just $2.05. Even if you want to do that. And uh, you'll be able to join in with our Zoom party which will lead into SummerSlam, where we'll be doing our watch-along. Yes. Um, also, next week on the Patreon, we're doing one of the games again. So we'll be joined by some special guests. I know Andrew Thompson's joining us. I believe birthday boy himself, Nate Milton, hey. is going to be joining us. And we're going to be playing uh, a SummerSlam-themed game, and that will be live on YouTube to everyone so uh, come join in the YouTube room, youtube.com forward slash up next. Yes. Next Thursday evening. We will be promoting it again next week to remind you, but also check our Twitter at up next podcast for all the details on that. Exactly. So a, a game. And if 2005 trivia comes up. It won't. I'm not writing any 2005 <laughs> SummerSlam questions. Hey, you can write some for other people. All right. Um, so that to look forward to. Uh, we'll obviously have our SummerSlam review on the Patreon. And then we've got Best Match Ever with JP from Grapple, uh, where we'll be looking at the best of the X Division. So lots and lots to look forward to on the Patreon. Uh, all those shows are available for North American and world champions five bucks a month gets you all those shows we just mentioned and all the past shows so if you are like oh, I want to listen to these guys and support five bucks gets you access to all the past shows and you can pick and choose whatever you want including the new stuff we put out weekly we work hard and we, we do a ton of podcasts including one more show and I'm giving it away for free uh, it is coming out tomorrow and it is me and John Ceno host of the zombie pod and of shot in the dark, which is free on our Patreon covering dark and main event and all that other stuff. We don't watch, but me and John Ceno are watching and reviewing it's like all the other stuff. No one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I call it. Uh, but me and John Ceno will be reviewing edge. Yeah. He's in a new movie with Kelsey Grammer Frazier and it's called money plane. And we decided to actually watch it and we did a review and it's coming out t- tomorrow night on this free feed. So money plane, with Denise Richards, Tom Jane, uh, the Lawrence brothers. It's, uh, it, you know, David, you're really lucky you didn't have to do this <laughs> review. Uh, I love Edge, bless Edge, but wow. If you want to see a heel Frasier, man, you want to see some scrambled eggs? It's called Sideshow Bob. 
I've seen I've seen Hill Frazier for years. Uh, oh right! Oh yeah. wow! Well, you didn't see him. This is him. It gets True. wild. Okay. So on this free feed, on the up next feed, Money Plane review coming out on uh, tomorrow night. So that is we're just doing so many podcasts. I'll probably watch it at some. point. You should. Yeah. You definitely should watch it and then and then listen to uh, our review. So all those shows coming out. But I'll tell you, SummerSlam 2005 is going to be a wild one. So Patreon.com/slash up next. Um, and five bucks a month gets you all our shows. So check us out and support the Up Next crew. Support the BDE. But we should talk about the show we are here to talk about. And that is NXT from August 12, 2020. And we start off with some recaps of what's kind of going on. And that is, of course, where the whole world is upset that uh, there's another celebrity angle in NXT or in WWE, which is Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. Yeah, we seem to be in the mon- minority last week. I think so. Raising this angle. <clears throat> yeah, people seem to 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 really hate this. Where I think I looked at it is I actually didn't know who Pat McAfee was, but he's a guy who sold me on an angle like in his acting and i usually hate celebrity angles but i thought it kind of delivered and i don't really know who he was i had to you know so it was it was cool in in our opinion i think it can go forward and i don't think he's beating adam cole at all so that match is official at takeover 30 or he could be adam cole but set up something else right ah yeah Sure. Who knows? But uh, that is a match. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm. I'm excited for Look, it. To be honest, it's not. It's not. It's Adam Cole wasn't doing shit lately. Yeah. So it's fine. And I think that uh, there's a lot of other matches on the card that will give you the wrestling that you deserve. And then NXT will give you this, like I don't know, more of an angle than a match, I'd imagine. But uh, that is happening at Takeover 30. Um, on commentary tonight is Moro Ronaldo, Beth Phoenix, and Vic Joseph. My mate. It took me a while to realize it was Vic Joseph. I was like, who is that guy? Who is that? Where's Tom? Where's Tom? Cheeky Tom. Um, (laughs) We have the couple of Carnage, which is Karrion Cross and Scarlet. They come down making their epic entrance. You know, there's still no crowd in WWE NXT, but this guy's entrance looks pretty badass. I can't wait till we finally get a crowd with this entrance. Yeah, I feel uh, like it'll be something really special. One day, like a WrestleMania, this would look mm. awesome with this whole visual and Scarlet coming out. Still looks awesome. And Karrion Cross is going one on one against the governor, Danny Birch, who is pissed off because he was basically just a sacrificial lamb. To- I don't understand why beating up Danny Birch would make Keith Lee really upset, but like that's just like all <laughs> <My> right, best friends. <laughs> Apparently, my best friends. I don't know what the correlation there. I'm like, I- I'm trying to figure it out. I think it's Keith Lee's positioned as the locker room leader, right? Sure, he's the champion. Yeah. He he believes in NXT, and yeah. you took out the guy who's been in NXT for 15 years, Danny Birch. <laughs> The governor. Don't the disrespect governor the governor. Well, the governor is mad here. He runs out. He's not even throwing him up, man. You know he's pissed. He, he's pissed when he's not throwing him if up. If you're not throwing him up, then you're pissed. He comes down to the ring. In his shiny white boots. He, yeah, he's a baby face. He attacks, he attacks Karrion Cross here. He's beating on him, but Cross fights back. Uh, they're going back and forth early on. Birch climbs the top rope and hits a missile drop kick off the top there. But then he also hits a German suplex and then like some lariat. But in comes the uh, Doomsday Saito suplex, which just looks awesome. This move uh, on a big guy, on a small guy, the move looks like you, you kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, and it's Doomsday for Danny Birch. And 
I think Morrow says, don't count out the governor. Uh, but the governor is not counted out, but is put to sleep. Doesn't tap out, but he goes to sleep. It's not so much the, the cross jacket. They say it's the cross jacket, but I think it's basically. It is, he just didn't wrap the legs. Okay. So it's, it's the a, same head hold, like I a sleeper, essentially. Yeah. But Danny Birch gets put to bed pretty early on. I mean, he did have some offense. He had Lariat. He had a cross face in there as well at one point, but it was basically. Weird. To- like they, they gave him the, the strong baby face by going to sleep, not tapping out here, which didn't think they'd do that with Birch. Right. Um, but yeah, the match, like, I enjoy carrying cross squash matches. He just tosses these guys around. He looks legit. He looks dangerous. We know the kind of matches Danny Birch can have, but here, this is what was needed. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it, it did the right thing with Cross just kind of crushing this guy. Like, yeah, Danny Birch is an NXT, like, he's got to be, he's got to look like the biggest threat for Keith Lee, just taking out all these guys effortless, effortlessly. Yeah. Um, He's got to crush them. So Danny Birch is just laying there. And as Karrion Cross gets up, leaving his body just laid there, he gives him the old, the old deuces, like he throws him up, but the way he did it kind of means some, is that means something else in your, yeah, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Cause he did it. And I was like, oh, you, that's mean. Uh, as Cross gets to his, his, sorry, as Cross gets up here, Keith Lee comes out. He comes walking down to the ring and the NXT champion, Keith Lee, has a contract in his hand. And as he goes into the ring, carrying Cross and Scarlet kind of backtrack out of the ring up the ramp just a little bit. Keith Lee has a microphone, and Keith Lee says, I'm not surprised you're running away. You say this is on me, but it's on you. You see, I offer you to earn a shot, and you deny it. You see, you're a little bitch, and I've proven that you're a little bitch. You don't want to face me. So I begged Regal. I pleaded, and all I need is your punk-ass name signed on the dotted line. So... Keith Lee is calling out Karrion Cross for being a little bitch, but it's basically... I mean, he said the hard way or the easy way, but Keith Lee hands the contract over to Scarlett. He take, she takes the contract, and some of the people in the crowd are like, it's not for you, don't sign it. And, and Keith Lee's like, uh, it's not for you to sign. She takes the contract, hands it over to Cross... And without even like looking at it almost, he signs it. Have you ever tried to sign your autograph while just not looking at it? I guess we don't sign enough autographs, uh, being podcasters and all, but without, can you just do it without, I guess mine's a terrible autograph. You don't want mine. Yeah, mine's not very good. Yeah. Uh, so he signs it. He closes the contract. She, he hands it back to Scarlett. She hands it over to Keith Lee and he, Keith Lee is like, okay, you signed it. All right. And Keith Lee. Opens up the contract to see the name signed, and a flame pops out of the contract into the face of Keith Lee, blinding him. Uh, and it cuts to Karrion Cross and Scarlet, who are just kind of like laughing maniacally, kind of backing away. And oh, 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 Keith Lee is on fire. Uh, it was like. Alakazoo! <laughs> it was magic. A magic. <laughs> Do you believe in magic <laughs> in, a, in a young Keith Lee's heart? Because uh, there was some magic going on. There was magic. Uh, it's lit. Is this the most lit contract signing of all time? I think so. Uh, chat was fire. Uh, so, yeah, Keith Lee opens up the contract to check, which I like. You saw him sign it. Why'd you need to check, dude? You know he signed it. Opens it up. <sighs> 
and his eyebrows are gone. Well, they actually weren't, but have you ever you ever had like a flame to the face? I mean, you were grilling out earlier. Grilling that was out, yeah. you got pretty. I I set my hair on fire cooking bacon. Wow, once. Michael Jackson. Yeah, wow. didn't realize. Just smelt something, heard something like a fuse. Like McFoley. Then something was like, ah, my head hurts. <laughs> my hair was on fire. I was uh, in a Roman candle fight once, and my buddy's like, "Light it quickly, hand me the thing." And I was like, "I'm doing it." He's like, "Give it to me." I'm like, "No, don't do that." And phew, his eyebrow just Jeez. gone, completely gone, which did not happen to Keith Lee here. His eyebrow was fine, and he's selling ah my eyes, it's, ah. Uh, so he's blinded by the lights. Keith Lee has been injured here, and all the staff of NXT come out and Carrying Cross and Scarlet leave. So before we kind of go into like what happens next with this. Um, I guess we can talk about carrying Cross and Scarlet and their black magic fire in the booth. What is it with eyes this year? An eye for an eye. Keith Lee already got blinded by uh, Johnny Gargano by the keys not long ago. Oh my god. Now they're setting his eyes on fire. I forgot about that. Um, Yeah, they also did this angle quite recently on Impact. what? Yeah, uh, Sammy Callahan did this to Ken Shamrock. Man, eyes are just so hot like, right now. Just a couple of months ago. So what? Um, but yeah, I didn't think this was necessarily needed. The the fire angle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I thought Cross just taking like taking out everyone is enough. Enough, but sure, why not? Why not? Why not throw fire in a guy's face? Yeah. I just I hope if this is what Cross does, he needs to. Keep doing shit like this, though. You want him right? to keep doing it magic? It can't just be a one-off. He needs to do magic more often. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do? Pull out cards out of his yeah trunks or something. Yeah. Pull coins out of people's ears. What? Cut Scarlet in half and put her back together. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that sounds interesting. You have my attention. But no. Uh, that's It's just weird. Like, what? Why is he doing magic? <laughs> Like what? I don't I don't yeah, understand. I, <laughs> it's like Yeah, I mean we don't know what his powers are yet, right? <laughs> this used it's, to be the wrestling show and now we have Pat McAfee oh. and now we have magic. What's happened to my NXT? <laughs> oh we had we had demons before. Oh, I don't know what's worse, a dude dressing and pretending he is a demon, thinking he's a demon when not actually a demon, or a guy who signs a contract and when he signs it, it somehow creates flames that magic. pop out of it. It's magic! Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> black magic? She's a black magic woman. I mean, he signed it, so it's his magic, I guess. I think... He's got uh, the magic touch. I know the other week, John Ceno, when he was on the show, called out that he wants Cross to kidnap Mia Yim. Yes. And we thought this would have been the perfect setup for it. Right. Like, do something to Lee to take him out of the arena and then be really, like, yeah. fucked up. Right. Um, but instead they blinded him. I don't know. It just... When I see something like this, I just kind of laugh. Mm-hmm. I know what they're trying to do. I'm but... blinded by the lights. He's, li- he's, he's injured here. And they go to commercial, but they keep p- picture in picture. And... During picture in picture, it shows them like taking him to the back and trying to ice his eyes and check him out. But then it cuts to Drake Maverick's entrance. And then it cuts away from Drake Maverick back to Keith Lee being like loaded into an ambulance. Then it cuts to Killian Dane's entrance because apparently Drake and Dane are going to have a match. But then it just keeps cutting back and forth to Mia Yim like 
with Keith Lee and he's being put into the back of an ambulance and you're like wondering what's going on, but they're interrupting now. The actual match has started and they continue to cut back and forth, which I think is a bit WCW bit, I, a bit cheap, a bit mean to I the wrestlers. Both ways. They're trying to sell this angle, right? Yes. So Killian Dane versus Drake Maverick has no build. It wasn't advertised. Um, if you're watching a football game, and something serious, like there's been a serious injury on another game, you'll be cutting to that game. Like if someone has seriously been hurt or it's a more important game. If someone used magic. The the broadcast would cut to that and take away from the game that you've sat down to watch. I think they're trying to, I don't like this happening too often, but they're selling that your champion has just been blinded by fire magic. (laughs) So you kind of got to sell it. And... Unfortunately, it's Killian Dane and Drake Maverick here who suffer. But did anyone tune into NXT to watch Drake Maverick versus Killian no, Dane? No, of course not. No, and it's just a harsh reality, I think. I guess. I feel bad for the guys, but the story of the show is Keith Lee's been blinded I and he's the champion of this uh, promotion, uh, this brand. Yeah. So you've got to be checking on him. So, so I kind of get it because it's weird when you have like Rey Mysterio is blinded and then it's like WWE shop commercial and then next match. And it's always awkward to transition to the next thing. So I think it does make that slightly smoother. Well, this match doesn't last long because we see Keith Lee being like the ambulance is now driving away, but then we see a car pull up. You think it's soccer practice, but instead it's the undisputed era. They're pissed off. They enter the arena and they just interrupt this match. So not only did you not get to see the match because it kept cutting away during the entrances and the, and the match, but when the match finally continues on, Undisputed Era come in and beat both guys up. They throw Drake Maverick out of the way and they beat down on Killian Dane here. And Adam Cole is pissed off. So did they did they attack Dane more than they attacked Maverick? They, they here? still attacked Maverick, but they attacked Dane a bit more. So they're still dicks. Yeah, <laughs> but still kind of moving more. Yeah, babyface. Yes, uh, they interrupted a match that no one wanted to see. So they're heroes in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> basically, undisputed era. Adam Cole is pissed off and says. Uh, Sorry, they attack them, and he says, Pat McAfee, you want to come into my world and play wrestler? You want to run your mouth? Well, you're not special, because you, you, you kicked me when my hands were tied behind my back. Doesn't mean anything. You're not special, and you are stepping into the ring with the guy who was, un, who was undisputed, who was champion for a year, and come next week, I, I ask you, show your face. Come to Full Sail yet again. And I will go face to face with you. And at takeover, I'm a whoop that ass. You're in way over your head and there ain't nothing you can do about it. So Adam Cole is fired up and says the old Adam Cole is going to show up at takeover and whoop Pat McAfee's ass. So there you go. If you're upset that Pat McAfee is the Adam Cole match you're getting instead of, I don't know, say Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly or something. Oh, I just teased you with that. That's, oh man, now you're mad. Uh, but I think, I think this is going to be something interesting. And you know what? I, I'm going to give it a chance before we let the match happen. And I think it'll be fun. It, There's it, so much more wrestling on the show. It really feels a call up match for Adam Cole and maybe the whole Undisputed Era. I feel this is like he's ran his course. He's now doing a celebrity angle before moving up. Uh, might be wrong. I'm, I'm sold in this match. Last week sold me. 
I enjoyed the thing on the on the the like radio show, the podcast. Um, there aren't many people that I haven't seen Adam Cole face, unless you do that undisputed split up angle. I don't know. Just Kyle looked like a star last week, so I'm like, man, why doesn't he just go for the all these titles and stuff? Yeah. But oh, I, I'd love to see Kyle and Roddy do more singles, but. Uh, that's not the direction they're going. And really, anyone outside of Undisputed Era, I feel I've seen Cole face. So you think that McAfee's going to go over on Adam Cole? I mean, you could do that to set up an angle, right? Whoever Cole's next feud is, you could have them help uh, Pat McAfee. Otherwise, I think it's Cole winning this. Unless Pat McAfee uses magic. Magic, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally glossed over Like, they did show some of that match between Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. And I'm going to sound like a dick, but I don't mean to. But, like, ob- honestly, no one cares. There was a few spots in between before the attack. But, like, you've already told me. quick. Yeah. You've told me now twice that this match was not important. So I'm going to continue with that <laughs> in my mind. Uh, so Adam Cole is pissed off and can't wait to beat up Pat McAfee. And he's going to show up. Pat McAfee has since tweeted saying he is going to show up at Full Sail next week. And uh, we'll see the the confrontation mm. there. We now have a video for Kushida and Kushida. Oh, s- sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Kushida. And he's saying how he's in a triple threat in the main event tonight with Cameron Grimes and a mystery opponent. But this isn't it fun. He loves wrestling. He loves competition. And tonight he will win. I will seize glory. And it's time for Kushida to taste gold. He's been here for a while now and he still hasn't found uh nxt gold still not been on a takeover yet wow wait really wow someone fact checked that for yeah, us but name me a takeover crazy. match kushida's done i can't no, so no. the biggest thing kushida's done in the wwe is maybe that match with adam cole uh that main event at nxt uh maybe in the fall or sometime uh that was probably the best thing he's done but since maybe you know the alex shelley thing was cool I thought Alex Shelley may have shown up tonight, but that was not the case. Uh, so Kush- he's kind of with impact now. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Do it just to go around. Who cares? Um, <laughs> we are told that there will be a medical update soon on Keith Lee because he's he's arriving at a medical facility or whatever. We'll get up more on medical facilities a little bit later. Trust me. But it's Santos Escobar, the cruiserweight champion, going one on one against Tyler Breeze. Now, so the Legato del Fantasma have been beating up Fandango and Tyler Breeze. And this is the, like, another one. I feel like this feud's been going on for a while. And it's probably just started, like, two weeks ago. Uh, they're still kidnapping people. They're still throwing people in trunks and beating yeah, them up. Yeah, this is only the second week I feel, of this. I feel like it's been going on with the, I feel like once Fandango and Tyler Breeze get involved with you it feels like it's ongoing <laughs> it just always goes on um so Santos Escobar versus Tyler Breeze Fandango is not there because he was taken out uh, last week he's injured still um Escobar hits a drop kick early on when they keep trying to see who's faster and who's more athletic but it's Escobar with the offense with the drop kick on the nose sends Breeze to the outside and hits him with a lariat they go to commercial but when they come back there's Escobar with a Manhattan drop and a high knee I never knew why a Manhattan drop is, is legal you're dropping the guy on your balls but I digress Tyler Breeze starts to fight back and then the commentary start mentioning that that Tyler Breeze is upset that they attacked Fandango and Fandango is Tyler's family. So Tyler Breeze is fighting for his family. I was like, dude, calm down. First of all, that's the Page movie. Second of all, geez. They're brothers. They're brothers. They're brothers. 
They're fighting for it's, their family. It's like the opposite of, you know, Edge and Christian were brothers for ages and then they were just suddenly best friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's now these two are These two are brothers? Pepe brothers. Hey, you're my brother. You're my brother too. <laughs> so, uh, Tyler Breeze starts to get some offense in finally because he's fighting for his family. He hits the super kick to the gut, then forearms in the corner and finally connects with the super model kick. Legato, Del Fantasma, the two guys on the outside, they kind of make a distraction here, which allows... Uh, Escobar to pick up Tyler Breeze with the Phantom Driver and Escobar pins Breeze and right after the match they go to beat him down but out comes Fandango with taped up ribs or taped up chest there with what looks like not a kendo stick not quite a pool cue it was a curtain rail wasn't it? a curtain it? rail? like it a shower like pole? yeah it looked what? like it is that what, what else was it? Where did he find this? I mean, it's Florida. But... I was trying to work out if this was some ballroom stick. Ballroom stick. I don't know. What's a ballroom what ball stick? What ball was he running with? I don't know, but he runs in here and he like chases them off, but he also gets beat up and they're like, oh, he's injured. So they start to beat up on him, but Breeze and Fandango are saved by Isaiah Swerve Scott, who runs into here. He chases all three of these guys out. Whose house? Swerve's house. And the three of them stand tall. So uh, it is announced next week. It is a six-man tag uh, between like these two teams now, uh, Legato Del Fantasma and uh, Tyler Breeze Fandango and Swerve. I think this will actually be a really good match. Um, I've In this level, I, I'm fine with Breezango. Right. Um, this is Cruiserweight title, six-man thing. Yeah. The story Swerve and Escobar. Uh, I think this would be a really fun six-man to watch. So that's happening next week. Yeah, this was fine. I, I mean, the YouTube chat seems to think it was like a broom-like stick. Broomstick? Like, you know, like all the Ninja Turtles. Oh, sorry. You don't watch Ninja Turtles. Uh, all the Ninja Turtles have weapons, but Donatello and both like Splinter and sometimes Shredder, I'm showing my nerd, nerding out right now, uh, use like a bow staff, which is essentially just like a pole. So maybe that's what Fandango is trained in the bow staff. It looks like something I pick up from Dollarama and screw it onto the mop. Yeah. That, okay. That's what, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I think the YouTube rumor is saying. It looked, it looked like a pool cue. Okay. Uh, that would be more no, dangerous. Of would go in. Seen Roadhouse? Like taper. Yeah, or like taper. Rush Hour, which was on TV. <laughs> talking was. about pool cues. Rush Hour. So after NXT airs on USA, USA always airs a movie right after. And the, the best part of this is we try to guess what movie it is if we don't see the ads. Tonight, they heavily pushed Rush Hour. And this had a warning going into Yeah, it have you well. ever seen this in a movie? I've not, no. I, I work at a TV station where we own a different bunch of movie networks as well. And we do have this thing called silver screen class which is like old movies and some of them we're, we're working on putting more we're working on it right now that we're mm. making these it's like been part of our thing but it's the first time i've ever seen it on tv it basically said like hey this movie's from the 90s and uh there's times are different yeah times are humor different humor is different what is acceptable isn't anymore yeah because it's rush hour uh which then made me go to twitter and put to a, a poll here a really serious poll what's better rush hour one or rush hour two we don't count the third one. Um, because Jackie Chan, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned, Jackie Chan's my goat, man. I think he's the best. He, like, when it came to movies in the 90s, 2000s, couldn't miss. Especially Rush Hour 1 and 2. So, uh, you have ever seen it? Probably not. I've seen Rush Hour 1 and 2, yeah. You, you haven't seen the third one? No. Okay, don't watch it. Should we review it one day? Sure. Just do a watch along. I think we said we'll review this already. I love it. They're two of my favorite movies. Uh, so, was it a pool cue? Let us know. Um, um 
But yeah, match match was fine. Um, I yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the six man. Six man should be good. Yeah, this, this was, again this was just right. felt more of an angle. It was pretty yeah. quick. Uh, we go to a video of Dakota Kai, who says everyone loves Io Shirai, but I don't. You see, I get inside opponent's head. I got inside of Io's head. It's Dakota territory, I think is what she says. It's Dakota territory. I've outsmarted the genius. I don't need friends or boyfriends or or insurance policies. She's basically naming all these things all the people have here in NXT, including herself. Like, she doesn't have uh, Gonzalez anymore. She's like, doesn't... Where's she gone? Yeah, she's just been disappeared. And at TakeOver 30, I beat... Io Shirai. So Dakota Kai is calling out Io saying, I've been attacking you. I've been one-upping you. I'm in your head. And I take over. I take the title. I think they've built Dakota Kai up really well. I don't see her beating Io. But they're also putting enough doubt in my mind that she could. Because they've built her up as a legit threat. And that's what I like. I like going into a match, not seeing which way it's going to go. Because they could just switch it up. Especially if you're NXT. You never know... Kyrie's gone. You might want to put Io and Asuka together on the main roster. Like if you know how Vince is, he just sees someone and is like, oh, they're mine now. Um, so you never know. They could flip the title. Gosh, here. I hope not. But uh, I think this is going to be one of the best matches of the night. Yeah, I'm going to get more into it when we... There's a, a video from Io a little bit later on. But this was cool. This was great. It kind of sets the story. And she's kind of knocking all the other like women's wrestlers right now. Like, I don't have tag team partners anymore because she beats them all up uh, i don't have boyfriends cue so many wrestlers right now candace re- realistically with her with her hubby and i don't have all these other people so it's it's interesting that the gonzalez thing isn't even mentioned really yeah. until maybe a little later we have a video of ridge holland he basically i'm going to sum up this this promo from this this angry rugby player dude he's gonna kill johnny gargano yep that's what he says uh, and I'm for it, uh, not for actually killing Johnny Gargano, uh, because I don't know if you heard, but uh, they taped next week, and in this match, Johnny actually got injured uh, for next week's match. So when I said he's going to kill Johnny Gargano, very unfortunate that he said that in this promo. Mm. Um, yeah, I uh, hope Johnny's okay. Apparently, yeah, they... it sounds like there was a bit of a scare, but he's okay yeah, and yeah. continued the match. But there was a little pause. Um, yeah, I mean, I I guess they're lucky it wasn't taped, and we. Uh, sorry, they're lucky it wasn't live. Yeah. Uh, and hope we he's hope okay. Gargano's okay. Hope he's okay, Mr. Wrestling. The Wednesday night, as we'll get into. We see Indy Hartwell, who is in the ring, and she's going to go one-on-one with Mia Yim. But Mia Yim is just getting her gear on right now. And I'm going to say something that Mia Yim said on WWE NXT. Are you ready? Keith Lee, he's going to be okay. He's at the hospital. The what? The hospital. What is that? I don't know. I've been watching WWE TV for so many years. I I don't know what a hospital is. So he got he got his eyes burned. I mean, normally you'd go to the medical facility. Yeah, wouldn't right? you go to the, the medical medical facility? Yeah, no, they took him to a hospital. I, I don't know what that is. Damn, I wouldn't be going to a hospital. No, I'd want to go to Florida. a local medical facility. Uh, no, that doesn't sound too good to me. Mm. Uh, is that that's the first time in a long time I've heard the word hospital on WWE? Is that the first time ever? Like as long <laughs> as I've been watching WWE. Yeah, uh, that wasn't a planned bit. Like it's just weird that they they said hospital. Yeah, interesting. I mean, that's how serious it was. It's she, so serious. She forgot her verbiage. And, is that a or hospital? Is, or is this, you think, 
You think Retribution are wreaking havoc on the main roster? We've got this little rule breaker here in NXT. Whose rule is it, do you think? Is it Vince? Oh, yeah. Right? It's got oh, be he's Vince got this whole verbiage. And- oh, he doesn't watch this show. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He watches the other show on Wednesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> and then steals all their ideas. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Uh, we see Medium, who is going to go down to the ring. She's not in the right headspace, but she's got to focus on her match, is what she says. Mia Yim versus Indy Hartwell. Um, they grapple up in the beginning. Mia Yim throws her into the corner, hits like almost the haluva kick, the boot to the face, and then sets up for the cannonball in the corner. Uh, only a two count. Hartwell gets some offense and gets Yim in the corner with some strikes and starts to get co- starts to get cocky. Hits a sidewalk slam and an elbow, but then Yim fires back with this like running run behind neck breaker type move, and then a German suplex, and then some sort of like arm ringer type bending the arm in ways it shouldn't bend. And Indy Indy Hartwell taps out here. So cool looking finish. Yeah, I thought her finish looked great. It was like. Sweeping the legs with her legs. Sweep then, the leg. Look yeah, at you. I, you've watched Karate no, Kid. No, I thought the armbar looked really cool. It was very different. Yeah, it, it looked really, really awesome. And Indy Hartwell tapped out instantly. And Mia Yim, even though her head wasn't in the game, it still was indeed. Uh, so she wins this for her man. And this is where we thought she was going to get kidnapped. But yeah. it did not happen, thankfully. Uh, we don't need more kidnapping. There's too many kidnappings on this show. You know, I talk about how there was kidnappings in NXT with uh, Legado del Fantasma and the full cell parking lot has been dangerous for forever. Mm. Have you seen the tweet I have, yes. from full cell? <laughs> Someone was tweeting about how there's always attacks in the full cell parking lot. Mm. And obviously clearly someone from the full cell, like university, the college there that they film this at, they were vanity searching full cell and saw this, and thought that this was an actual safety concern about the full sale parking lot being dangerous at night and said, and sent them a tweet, like offering all these services and help. And we have do. multiple security all night. We have video cameras. This all is this. legit. It was fantastic. Oh my God. Amazing. The NXT parking lot is a dangerous, dangerous place. Uh, so yeah, um, this match was fine. It kind of was more of the story I like the of finish. Medium. Yeah, it was the story of Miriam. Again, felt more like an angle rather than a match. But I liked the, um, I really liked the armbar at the end. Look cool. We have Finn Balor. He has a video package here. He says, life's full of opportunities and second chances. But I'm not politicking. The office, they want me on TV. They want me everywhere, but I don't care. You see, everybody watches the prince 18 to 29 18 to 49 18 to 49 or even the people who are in the retirement home everybody watches the prince you know what that means he's the demo prince or the demon god demon god <laughs> the demon with like the end demo demon mm, god god demon god demon god the demo the demo prince devit prince demo it I'm, I know some people like it. I haven't been, like, Bala hasn't, this isn't the first time he's done this. He's, uh, Politics. he's talked about a push and, yeah, uh, all of that kind the of stuff. The backstage words. I find it a bit lame. I, I'm not particularly a fan of it. Um, it's fine. This was fine. I, I don't, I actually kind of, it, it's, it's lame. What's lame is him doing the demo thing. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. That, that's the insider thing this week. And especially when, like Jericho's hitting it so hard on one show. I'm, 
which I'm not particular. Like Demo God is funny, but that's because it's Jericho. Um, Brandon from New Jersey's in the YouTube chat and says he's the COVID god, the co- which I don't think anyone could be the COVID god in uh, in NXT. Uh, yeah, I just but find it weird. It's I it's, don't know. I lame. find I find it a bit lame. It's a bit lame. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's funny when Jericho kind of does it. It's been funny, but this but is kinda- he's a heel who is very. He's over a caricature. He's over the top. Um, Bala shouldn't worry about the ratings and stuff. It's just, I don't know. It, I didn't like the line. We go to, are you ready? It's been a while. Big Lads Wrestling. Big Lads Wrestling. It counts. It does count. Bronson Reed. Well, NXT- two huge lads, of yeah. course. Yeah. NXT's resident thick boy, Ozilla. Get your claws out. Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest. The Archer of Infamy. Uh, so these two are both already in the ladder match for the North American title at TakeOver 30, but they've now, they had an altercation again in the car, in the parking lot, uh, and they're going to fight tonight. What did he say to last night? Mate. He was like, all right, mate. All right, mate. I'll show you. Uh, I'll so- beat you in a match. <laughs> Bronson, Reed. Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest. And early in this, right at the beginning, Reed says, try me. So they both show off their athleticism here. Again, they're big dudes, but they're, they move really quick for their size. Uh, but Priest eventually gets the uh, uh, advantage with like this back elbow springboard thing. Uh, he's beating down on Reed, who they fought on the outside. They go to get back in. Priest goes to step in, but Reed hits this like almost like Jake the Snake style DDT on him for a two count. They go to commercial break, but when we come back, it's now Priest who has the offense because it showed during the commercial that he drove Reed through the steel steps on the outside, and then he's beating down on him. Reed hits this like sit out spine buster, like the lowdown or not the lowdown, but the high low or whatever. Um, Priest kicks out. Priest goes for like the rainmaker where you like take the guy's wrist and you spin him and then the mm-hmm. rainmaker is lariat. But he goes for that, like the ripcord into like a roundhouse kick, runs at Reed, but Reed in midair catches this guy, does this like double, triple rotation throw and then a running senton all for a two count. This was really impressive. Priest comes back with a flat liner. Then this like in Reed is standing and priest in ring springboards and then does like a spinning senton onto the standing Reed. This was just crazy. Uh, then the, the broken arrow, which is like the throwing Falcon arrow move, which is just crazy considering the size. Oh, this looked great. And they tease this spot so well. Cause you they had, kept teasing it. you had him trying to like lift him up the suplex. And then he just, you know what makes you stronger? Screaming. And then he picks and him up. This looked great. It's like the yeah, the throwing falcon arrow uh, on a guy this size looked awesome. It's only a two count. He tries to go for it again, but Reed hits him with a suplex. There's more roundhouses. There's midair collisions. Reed is up top. Uh, Reed does this like midair thing and then knocks him down. Reed goes up for this tsunami, which he's calling it, like the the flying the splash. splash. He goes for it, but. Priest, like, rolls out of the way, but doesn't quite roll the right way, maybe? So normally you'd... Normally in wrestling we see people rolling away from the turnbuckle. He, like, rolled towards it. So, uh... Yeah. Thick Boy's legs basically Still hit him. him. Still hit him, but so, not as big as the, uh, the belly. He lands on it. No water in the pool, as Mara would say. Lands on it. Some water in the pool. 
some water because he didn't. He still hit him a little bit. He lands. He's selling the the miss splash. He kind of gets to his feet, and Damien Priest takes advantage, goes for the reckoning, but it's blocked. Reed drops him down with a jackknife style pin, and Bronson Reed gets the one two three. Reed pins Priest in an upset victory. But I was calling it, and I was cheering. I was screaming at my TV because uh, I really liked the. The outcome of this match. Uh, I, Damian Priest has really grown on me, but talking about someone who's gotten better and better and keeps getting better, and I see star in, and that's Bronson Reed, the thick boy. Uh, this was a lot of fun. This was, this might be my match of the night, actually. I really liked it. I really enjoyed this match. Um, like you, both these guys are just improving each and every week. I surprisingly prefer Damian Priest as a babyface. Um, I think it's working better for him. Uh, both these guys already in the ladder match, so I could definitely see either one winning. But yeah. th- this was very entertaining. Just two big guys throwing each other around. Big lads um, wrestling. Yeah, I-, I see a bright future for both of them in WWE. I hope Bronson Reed wins the-, the ladder match, but we'll get to that a little bit later. We see Io Shirai, a video package for her, the NXT Women's Champion. We see a shot of this dark water. And I'm getting like Batwoman vibes or something okay. from here. It's like superhero ass looking over in the dark. Yes. Kind of Batman, you know, all that. Uh, EO says, Dakota Kai kicked me in the face. And ever since then, she's just been acting like a big star. Sorry, ever since she betrayed Tegan Knox, she's been acting like she's, she's shit. She's the shit, essentially. Uh, but she's not. She thinks she's in my head, but she's not. No one knew who she was. Until she kicked Tegan Knox in the head, just like she's trying to do that with me. She is a manipulator. Dakota uses people and then gets rid of them when they're done. You see, Dakota, don't you remember? I remember when you were afraid, when you were terrified of Shayna Baszler. And then it shows the, the video of that epic storyline that went way back. And just like that, you will be terrified of me. Because you are no match for me. Io Shirai saying, Dakota, I see through your smoke and mirrors. You ain't no bad bitch. I'm going to whoop that ass. In, in more words or less. Yeah, I, I, I thought this was great. I love to call back to Shayna Baszler. Because so often, especially in WWE, once you change, like once you turn heel or face, yeah, we forget your past it. doesn't exist anymore. You're yeah. a new character. So I like being like, hey. You think you're this badass, but you you'd cry standing next to Shayna Baszler. So, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but Eo's also mentioning, like, look, you you use people and get rid of them. Mentioning Gonzalez yep. without mentioning Gonzalez. Uh, yep. I don't know at this time what's been going on, but she's mentioning that without mentioning it. It's great. Uh, uh, yeah, I really like this. I'm I'm sold on this feud. Yeah, I think this. I think this could be the match of the night from Takeover Thirty. I think it could it could surprise you. Look, Io Shirai and Candice stole the show for me last year mm-hmm. at Takeover Toronto. We were there live, and we everyone walked out being like, "That was the best match of the night." And I think that could happen at Takeover Thirty. Uh, Io Shirai, the genius of the the sky, genius of the summer, whatever could be could be a thing. Uh, we have a video for someone else, someone who's in a match here tonight, Cameron Grimes says, right place, right time. Speaking of time, Kushida, I ain't got time for you. And as it goes for the mystery man, it don't matter to me. I'm going to leave with the victory. And I'm going to climb the ladder. And I'm taking the title. You know where he's taking it? 
Do you know where he's taking the title? Is it to the moon? He's taking the title to the moon! <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> you love his theme song. Uh, his theme song's great. He's like, great. Uh, he calls it Ringwalker, Ringwalker. not Moonwalker, because they can't call it that. Yeah. So it's Ringwalker. Love it. Love it. It basically is, is Freebird, but I love it. Uh, uh, fantastic. He's great. He's so entertaining. Part of me wishes that, like, he's not playing a character and this is just how this guy is uh dude it is <laughs> brilliant brilliant <laughs> i love everything about him his hat his beard oh you love the hat yeah love he's grown hat. into the hat i've always loved the hat you have i think you yeah. have i think it was me that was iffy about the hat but you know what i don't I understand was... the hat but i like the hat <laughs> there it is now I, now I get the hat uh, i don't i can't remember what i say sometimes on the show but i'll clear all the air and i'll clear it now I was wrong about the hat. <laughs> if I ever dissed the hat, <laughs> the Babadook. <laughs> you see, now this is a guy I think could win. Uh, this is where I'm torn, David. Yeah. This is where I'm torn because I love Bronson Reed. I think there's a star in the making there. But this guy is a star. He should be on the moon. He's fucking Neil Armstrong, this guy. He's the best. Cameron Grimes is one of the best characters on this show. And he's been killing it. And it's just... It's been the pandemic era where he's all of a sudden gotten this like time to shine and it's showing off. It's like every time you see him, you either are laughing or you're impressed by his wrestling. So yeah. I think he's got you. Uh, I-, I love it. Cameron Grimes going to the moon if he wins the match later tonight. We go to our next match. It is a tag team match. Now, c- correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Shotzi Blackheart was supposed to be in this match. But uh, she had an unfortunate thing on her Twitter. She announced that her car was stolen mm. that had her ring gear her ballsy helmet that she wore, she's truly so rip the ballsy helmet. But go to Shotzi if you're in the Florida area, go to Shotzi's Twitter because she uh, was her car is fucking. That's te- it's terrible, terrible yeah, thing. Yeah, it just sucks so much. So uh, th- that she's not in the match tonight, but it is Casey Catanzaro and Caitlin Carter who are going up against Robert Stonebrand's Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez. Now, we men- I mentioned uh, your song of the summer, uh, WAP, by uh, uh, Cardi, B. Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Well, Mauro Ranallo at 9.21 p.m. Eastern Time with the Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter are hotter than Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. I'm surprised he didn't go with something a, bit, a little bit more creative. There's so many lines in that song. You know, like the you're, you could have said like your kick out game strong. You don't know what I'm talking about, but it's I have no idea. No. Yeah, uh, well, there's a lot here, but uh, just we got sorry just before the match started, we yeah. did have a Timothy Thatcher thing. They kind of introduced the match and then went to the school of Thatcher's Thatch Can. Oh, okay, because I know they would go to that later on as well. Uh, oh, really, Timothy Thatcher? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Robert Stone. And, sorry, Robert Stone's Mercedes and Aaliyah. And Robert Stone cuts a little promo here saying that he is El Fuego. Robert Stone brand is El Fuego. You know what that means? Well, it means it's bright. Our future is bright. And you see Casey Catanzaro, doesn't matter what you are. You say you're an American ninja warrior. Well, that is pretty cool. The problem is you hang out with the wrong people. You need to lose the loser. And just basically saying, ditch Caden Carter and join the Robert Stone brand. And she kind of gets upset about this, goes to slap him and stomps his foot that was run over. 
by a tank, which then starts this match. Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah versus Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Um, there's a drop toe hold early on on Aaliyah, then like a senton. Um, there's double super kicks at one point. Um, Mercedes and Aaliyah get a sweet looking double team at one point. It's like a wheelbarrow into an RKO double team move. It looked awesome, actually. The athleticism in this match, was they're so fast-paced. Um, I thought these women were doing an awesome job in this match. Um, they go to commercial, but when they come back, Mercedes and Ali are just beating down on Caden Carter, and you just she, they're not letting her tag to Casey, but finally hits some sort of like an enzigiri to the head of Aaliyah, and when she goes to make the hot tag to Casey... For one split second, you, th- <laughs> you thought for a second, is she going to drop down and, and not tag her and join Robert Stone? But she makes the tag. Casey comes in. She hits some corner clotheslines. Uh, there's then like another flipping senton. Uh, but then there's there's all sorts of chaos where Casey gets dropped by this boot to the face from Mercedes, gets picked up on the shoulders, and it's the air raid crash. Mercedes pins Casey, and it is all over. Uh, but cool little, quick little match from all four, I uh, thought. I think this might be my match of the night. Whoa, okay. I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I think Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro look great as a team together. And I think they've improved a lot. A lot of their uh, tag team moves. Like I love the, uh, what was it? Like a drop toe hold into the Senton of Tomiko looked great at the beginning. Um, I thought Aaliyah worked really well which we don't say much here, um, but give <laughs> yeah. credit where credit's due. I thought I quite enjoy her and Mercedes together. I love the celebration at the end where Aaliyah's jumping on Mercedes, kissing her, and Mercedes like, fuck off. It's, uh, I quite enjoy Mercedes in this Robert Stone brand. I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was fast paced. I thought it flowed well. And I thought all of, I mean, Mercedes Martinez has always been great, but... I thought the other three really stepped it up. Yeah, it was really fun to watch, and it was really fast. It didn't outstay its welcome. It did the job. You knew Mercedes should have got the win here yeah. to kind of start establishing her a little bit. She could potentially be a challenger for Shirai down the line, mm. or Dakota, depending, you know, whatever happens. Uh, but, you know, we mentioned what we were eating for dinner tonight, and we thought we were going for dinner. We did have Rhea Ripley run out. Oh, yeah, sorry. I totally <laughs> ran- forgot about that. I was going to talk about dinner at the Gargano's, but uh, I guess that can wait because, yeah, this is my brutality. Rhea Ripley runs down to the ring. She attacks uh, the Robert Stone brand, but it's the numbers game. And then out comes Shotzi Blackheart, who comes out, and she attacks on Aaliyah as well. So she's got she, – she didn't have her gear, but she had – she still could come out here and, and save the day. So um, obviously there's beef with Rhea and Robert Stone brand and Shotzi with the Robert Stone brand. So Shotzi and Rhea are obviously going to do a tag team match, I'd assume. And then build to Rhea Mercedes, which yeah, true. makes sense. That makes the most sense yeah. here, but yeah. Uh, so now we can go to the Garganos. Now we can go to the Garganos. But it's not quite dinner at the Garganos. It's not. Uh, we see the cup. They finished dinner. We saw like the empty plates at the beginning. Right, they of already this. ate dinner. Yeah, sorry. They already ate dinner. They We had all this meat and stuff today mm-hmm. on our grill. What do you think the Garganos ate for dinner? Uh Caesar chicken salad. salad, yeah, yeah, right. Your chicken and chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli diet. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they both look really good. Okay. I mean, it works. That yeah, it works. Obviously, really... uh, the cup is still on their dinner table, which I found weird before, and it's still weird because Champa isn't anywhere to be seen anywhere. Like, let it go. <laughs> but uh, it's in no, a. Gl- I like those details. Like, I love how Regal still has his brass knuckles on his desk. Yeah, but you're eating. Why would you want to look at a cup when you're eating? 
because like victory tastes so cup. good. Oh, yeah. It's in a glass thing. It's enclosed. It's COVID-free. Uh, the the Garganos are uh, finishing dinner, and Johnny, you know, being the, the man of the house, got out a ladder, and he's fixing a light bulb that went out in their house here. And he's starting to change the light, and it cuts to Candace with their dog. Uh, I believe their dog is Podme. Like Star Wars? Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the name of their dog. Cute dog. Really cute dog. Should we get a dog? This I've dog been asking cute. you. This dog is cute. Candace is talking with her dog, and she starts to read Padme a little bedtime story. The dragon was sad, and the dragon didn't need to be there, and everyone thought that the fairy was evil, but the fairy is not evil. I am not evil. And Tegan, mind your damn business so it's doing more of the warped yeah so it, it's got jazz music under it at the beginning she's almost speaking like a like a film noir star or like a jazz singer uh like reciting this poetry so poetic. and then it goes warped like it's purple the flashlights so she's a pixie she's an evil pixie she's an evil fairy. pixie uh she she says mind your damn business and uh johnny interrupts her and it goes back to reality and johnny says hey what books are you reading over there, our dog? What kind of witchcraft are you getting in our dog's ears there? And Johnny says, what are you reading? And she's reading about how the kingdom is doomed. And he says, look, the family is fine. The kingdom is not doomed. The kingdom is fine. Because the Wednesday night, with the K, absolutely love it, will swoop in. There's Priest and there's Thick Boy. They're both very talented and they're both hungry. Well... One is more hungrier than the other. But as talented as they are, they are not on the level of Johnny Gargano, and they know it. Regal knows it, and I know it. You can't have TakeOver without Johnny TakeOver. So next week, Ridge Holland, mate, you're strong, but you're not Johnny Gargano. And then the light, the, the lights come back to reality, and he fixes the light bulb, and he goes, huh, I fixed it. Just like I'm gonna fix NXT. And then Candace says, good job, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. I'm not sure how I feel about these. I Part of me quite enjoys them, but I also just find them really weird. <laughs> it's really First weird. First of all, let's talk about positives. Uh, when are we getting these tracksuits? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mention the tracksuits. They're pretty much like... They're almost like the Adidas tracksuits. They're like Adidas or the Kappa ones, but... <laughs> and it's on the back, it says Power Couple. Yeah. Uh, so Johnny's in blue and Candace is in pink. Yeah. So are They're we fantastic? Get, are we getting them? They're great. Yeah, let's do it. I'm wearing the pink one. Sure, I'll wear the blue. Yeah, excellent. Um, they were fantastic. I also, I hate uh, like leading into Money in the Bank, and you'll have that segment where someone just climbs a ladder for no reason and stands on it and celebrates, and they go, "Oh, he he's got ladder. the momentum because he climbed a ladder." I actually quite liked here. They were just in their house. And I, I didn't even think about the ladder match, and he's just fixing this bulb, and then uh, at the end you're like, oh, you you did it, you yeah. did it anyway, but it kind of worked. Um, I, I can it. see a lot of people hating these segments. I still think both of these guys are way, way better as your top baby faces, but I think they do it well, and it's different and quirky, and I find it fairly interesting. 
Look, it's something different, and they went away from the dinner thing, and it's just them kind of doing things around their house. It's fine. It's a pandemic era. I can see a lot of people not liking this stuff, but to me, Johnny Gargano, when it, he he's best when he's in the ring, and he is a good a good kind of storytelling. But this is a little odd. I I won't. I will it admit is, yeah. it's a bit odd. I do love. I do love Candace reading to the dog. I think yeah. it's so funny. And it's like the fairy tale, the fairy, sorry, the fairy is not evil. Uh, and it's like the dog is just like, yo, what the fuck is going on right now? Chill. <laughs> Cute Padme, the dog. Uh, so Johnny fixes a light bulb. Yeah. In, in the Johnny Gargano, in the Gargano household. So he's calling everyone out and it's Johnny versus Ridge Holland next week. We have a commercial for this new, like, WWE, is it a vinyl? The evolution of the game. It's all the Triple H themes on a vinyl. He's with- got a lot. He's had a lot. <laughs> Would they put the Hunter Hearst so Helmsley ha- have on the Hunter Hearst Helmsley, who'll probably have whatever he had as Terrorizing, because they own WCW Fuck, what now. what would that be? Some shit stock music, probably um, Terrorizing. Then we got My, my time. time, and then we've got the version he had at Armageddon. Which is My Time, half. the game? It was My Time... Without any lyrics. Because there's also and then My Time the Game. My Time the Game. Then there's Drowning Pool the Drowning Game. Drowning Pool's version. And then and there's then Motorhead. Motorhead. And then the King of Kings. And then King of Kings. Evolution. Evolution. Wow. Um, for whom the bell tolls? Would Does you that put count? That he there? came out to that. Came out to that. Wow. Um, this vinyl, this Triple H vinyl is great, guys. You've got ten bangers there. That's true. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Should I buy this vinyl? Shall we get it? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only vinyl you're going to have. Sit in our tracksuits and just play a vinyl. Of- <laughs> yeah, it would be classy. Yeah. We hipsters playing this Triple yeah. H vinyl. Yeah. So it comes with a patch. I wonder what the patch is. Must be nice. Oh, probably to stitch on your biker outfit. Yeah, to go to stitch. You know, he'll wear like an NXT patch when he rides a bike to the ring. Uh, the YouTube chat room right now is uh, commenting that uh, my time is an underrated banger. Oh, like, my time is fantastic. Look, I love Motorhead. I got Motorhead t-shirt. I, I fuck with the Ace of Spades and, you know, all that shit, but my time is a banger. My time was good, but the crescendo of the game to spit the water out works so well. It's really weird spitting the water out to my time. There's not that moment you hit you it. with that Triple H. Yo, Jimmy, you know, that shit's, that's a banger. It's no, it's no, uh, brood. Oh, Gangrel's? Yeah. It's yeah. No brood. Is that the best theme ever? It could be up there. Are we, what we, about Maven? Oh, Maven's <laughs> is good. Across the Stars? It's so lit. I it's, play it all the time. It's such a good song. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And then WWE kind of ruined that band's career because they didn't let them own that song they're like hey you made this song but we own that's it. that's right yeah <laughs> they did and burn in my life released it with they changed the lyrics words. yeah <laughs> i'm a nerd when it comes to the wrestling themes and let me tell you man oh uh, evolution as well that will go on yeah yeah I, I said, yeah, said yeah, yeah. Okay. evolution is a mystery man um well i can't wait for the triple h vinyl i mean he is yeah. papa triple h papa of nxt so they had to promote that vinyl are there any other wrestlers you'd like a vinyl of who else who has? else has that many theme songs I want John Cena's the 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 CD on vinyl. <laughs> I guess Rand, Randy's had a few, hasn't he? Edge's yeah, had a few. Not enough though. Not enough for a full a vinyl. Whole vinyl of themes. It'd Und- only be Undertaker's Triple H. Had a, a yeah, bunch. Undertaker, I, I guess. But I wouldn't really want to listen to just Undertaker's theme like ten times, twelve times. <laughs> I mean, I have I have the OG. You know, I'm obsessed with Halloween, the OG yeah. movie. I have the vinyl of that, and it's just all the theme song, like the soundtrack. It's just all scary music. <laughs> it's like, who sits and listens to this? Me, because I'm a psychopath. 
Uh, I don't know what ch- the rock is. What uh, the the group is? Saying. I love heel rock. Hollywood rock. Hollywood theme, theme is awesome. Yeah, I don't know. There's some good ones. Yeah, the rock did have like seven thousand remixes. They're all the same though. There's the nation. Kurt Angle once remixed his theme for like a week because they didn't really want weird. you to cheer. You suck. So he had that for a while as well. Yeah, because they took out that part and then they censored it for a bit, didn't they? They just put bleeps <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah. That's- <laughs> well, we just going off on. Uh, Maybe one day Johnny Gargano will have a vinyl. We've but, talked about this more than the Killian Dane The actual match. Killian Dane. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Killian. Uh, I'm sure he's going to go get that Triple H vinyl. Uh, we do have Timothy Thatcher in his catch can. I know you are so excited no, to talk about this. No, I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, my notes were a bit messed up. You were barbecuing. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, t- you were making our, uh, our, what was it? Lime, sorry, lemon and peppercorn. Literally oh, lime and pepper, yeah, corn, roasted corn. I haven't so that's tried what, it yet. That's where you're busy doing when Timothy Thatcher was talking some shit. Uh, Timothy Thatcher, I'm done with these Timothy Thatcher school things. We've seen him wrestle, and like, let's just let's just continue with that, man. Uh, I'm kind of done with this school thing. I'm you're not s- teaching me anything. Yeah. A leg lock, cool. All right, he's like adaptation, uh, and I, I'm over it. I'm sorry, I'm done with it. I I would kind of like to see him marry what Raw Underground is trying to be. Just join like, Raw Underground. If you had it build to... You know, we've been watching old NXT and uh, Cassius Ono had his run of like just open challenges, sort of in his classic like wrestling style. Yeah. I'd like that, that in this room where he's doing these schools. Be like, I'm going to do a open challenge right here. I'd find it more interesting... Yeah, than, just than do it. just yeah. him talking in a to school of people. I don't understand it. Yeah, I just don't get it. It was it's just weird. People in NXT shirts and stuff. It's like yeah, just just have a match, kill a jobber or something. Mm. It seems like they they don't know what to do with him already. Legit, which is like yeah, there's a lot of players yeah. right now, and you maybe you don't fit in. He kind of like Riddle was really the best person for him to continue fight, with, yeah. and Oni was a great second one. But it's the styles are going to change with other guys you're working there. Uh, we do have a face-to-face with Pat McAfee and Adam Cole next week and the six-man tag match that is announced next week. Look, there's no AEW next week. It's been moved since and uh, NBA and stuff. So NXT should be really g- solid numbers next week. So are we going to beat Guy Fieri next week? If we're going to beat Flavortown? Because we'll have all the wrestling fans. All the wrestling fans? You think, yeah. look, AEW has beat Flavortown. But can NXT beat I'd be interested to see what the NXT number I think it's really... Um, Let's see what Pat McAfee can do. We'll see how many people, because obviously there's us. We watch NXT because we do this show after. But we yeah. always watch AEW later in the evening. And I reckon there's a bunch of people that just choose one to watch first. We might get a sense of what is the actual Wednesday night wrestling audience as a total next week. We'll see. And uh, minus the crossover. So, I don't know, it'll be interesting. I'm watching Flavortown next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just review that instead. <laughs> or Rush Hour. Put Rush Hour back on, man. Uh, main event time. Triple threat. The winner goes to join the ladder match at TakeOver 30. Kushida versus Cameron Grimes versus a mystery opponent. The third person is a mystery. It cuts to their the screen, the Titantron, and it's like paint kind of being mm. brushed over and brushed over the the quote-unquote crowd go really quiet the suspense is in the air 
And then we see the paint wash away. <clears throat> and it's the Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Um, I guess we're going to have this talk oh, now. Um, not the talk. We watched this together and we we were like scratching our heads. Who's it going to be? Like It's the main event. They're, they're not going to do the Breezango thing again with us, are they? So we kind of figured it was going to be someone big. And then they build it up with this Titan Tron. Um, and there was kind of silence from both of us. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people... I don't know how to feel about this. Um, obviously, this is coming out of accusations with the speaking out movement. Yeah. Um, where, as far as I'm concerned, there was quite damning evidence against Dream. And he's been off TV for a while. Um, obviously, these could be false but yeah i don't know i felt a bit uncomfortable here i agree it felt really it it put a little bit of a damper on this show which up to this point you could hear us discussing it was kind of highlighted magic aside it's been it's been pretty solid and pretty entertaining and, and a breeze to watch but then this really took the the air out of the room we were watching this outside but it took the air out of the room because it's just something that we just didn't quite think we were, i don't think we're ready for it, this it's also uh, it's i don't know bring him out it's yeah. bring him out as the main event he's the the big surprise at the end of the show he's the idea is you leave nxt and you go oh velveteen dreams back and yeah. it just i mean we we we'd feel odd however they brought him back but if it was just over like a graphic saying dream is coming next week it would kind of maybe give you a week to have that conversation and sure. think about it. Whereas kind of glamorizing him here, bring him out. Now, as I said, we, we don't know. There's not been any, uh, I'm sure WWE have looked into the accusations. Right. I know dream said that there's an investigation ongoing. He put out a tweet. So this guy might be innocent as well, but, I think a lot of us have heard the audio and stuff and it 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 does seem pretty damning. So it's, it's kind of hard and it took me out of this match because I, I kind of was confused watching it and I was having the same conversation I'm having right now, like in my head as I'm watching this match. Yeah. Um, I don't think this was the right call uh, no. at all. And I don't think we are alone on this. I think a lot of people look, I, I go on Twitter. Uh, I love using our Twitter. Stuff and wrestling Twitter is a force. It is a driving force in the wrestling internet community and all that stuff. Uh, and a lot of people were not happy with this decision. Uh, in fact, I just clicked over to my tab right now on Twitter and it just refreshed. And the first tweet I saw was something, someone talking about how they didn't feel comfortable watching this match because the, they just kind of recited what you, you said. And I, and I think a lot of people feel the same way. Now this match did happen. Uh, I, we will talk about this match, but it is, it is putting us in an awkward situation just because of, I, I just think the circumstances, it's just, you could have, he's someone who's like deleted his socials and he's, he's kind of not necessarily, made himself look good. I feel something as serious as his, if you're planning on bringing him back, you should have maybe a WWE statement about the investigations that are going on. Now we know, um, we know certain performers were fired yeah. over the allegations. Um, there's allegations against other members of the roster who we 
we haven't seen. Um, you have Matt Riddle, who's been on TV right the way through all of this. Yeah. Um, but his was kind of, I don't know, it, it was made quite common knowledge that um, he bought these accusations to WWE. Like, he was quite open about his situation when he started. If there was something, a little statement put out about we have done our own investigations and as far as we're concerned, we're happy to bring Patrick Clark back. Right. I, I might feel a bit different here, but just it's, it's weird. It's weird. Like this is new to us as well. Right. Like we don't quite know how to. Yeah. It makes these me, guys. it makes me, and I'm going to sound like I'm trying to defend someone, but I'm, I'm not, it makes me wonder, look, look what happened with Enzo Amore. Right, uh, he didn't bring things to their attention, and then when it was brought to their attention, they were upset, and he was and, gone. And he was gone. Yeah. So is that not similar here? I I'm just pointing it out. Like this could potentially it's it's just bad shit. But all no around. trials happened. Right. So yeah, this is all open in the air. But if these if these things aren't going to trial and this is dropped. Maybe we should be informed about we should, that. We should know, know about it, so then we don't feel co- uncomfortable watching. Because if this if this guy's innocent, yeah, like exactly, I feel bad feeling this way because I've I've enjoyed this guy's work for the last few years, and I don't want him to be yeah. the person he's been accused of being. Um, and I'd feel a lot more comfortable at least having like, hey, we've done our investigations, and as far as we're concerned, Patrick Clark can. Re- turn to work be like okay clearly they know more than i do yeah but yeah this was just odd and it just took a damper on this whole thing in our eyes it did but i think i think a lot of people saw it this way i don't think anyone went oh whoa that's great yeah Yeah, whoa because if that's what they were aiming to do it didn't do that uh and then it's even odd more odd what they do a little bit later on with this but we will go through and and uh talk about this match so kushida Versus Cameron Grimes versus Velveteen Dream. And the winner will join the ladder match at TakeOver. So all three guys here are kind of equally matched with with size. Maybe Dream being a bit more built than the other two. But they're very quick and very agile mm. and very fast. And they keep interlocking and interlacing like the three of them in between each other. Countering moves and helping the other one get out of another move and blocking moves. Really creative stuff. Until Kushida just decides to say fuck you to someone's arm and then just starts attacking the arms of everyone. Uh, arm ringers, you get an arm ringer, you get an arm bar, you get an arm breaker everywhere. Everyone's arms are getting attacked. Uh, Dream gets a dumped to the outside, which looked like a little bit of a nasty bump, which then Kushida hits this crazy tornado DDT diving off the apron, spinning around, reminded me of uh, Masato Tanaka here with a flying tornado DDT onto the outside. Just oh, just spiking him as well. Crazy. It looked awesome. Uh, Kushida is just on fire. He's back in the ring. He's hitting his handsprings. Um, they come back from commercial break. He's on fire. He's hitting all sorts of moves on Cameron Grimes, uh, working the arm. And Cameron Grimes tries to get some offense, working Kushida. But then eats a round, sorry, hits him with a roundhouse kick. And then there's, there's super kicks on Cameron Grimes from Dream. Dream takes him out with a double axe handle. Kushida now is working the arm. Grimes gets hit with a Dream Valley driver. It's kind of chaotic. Dream goes, sorry, Dream is on the outside and Kushida hits the beautiful, like, swan dive off the top to the outside. Looks crazy. Now Kushida is in the ring with Grimes. They're on the top turnbuckle. 
Kushida hits almost like a flying flux capacitor or flying reverse Hurricane Rana or something, which of course in midair is turned into a upside down, like cross arm breaker, which is just insane and locks it in on Cameron Grimes. But from the other, as he's, as he's just, he's, he's debating. Even, sorry, even just taking a back bump, like that, that, that way you roll from that angle would hurt. But going into the cross arm breaker always looks awesome because yeah. she does this so well. Grimes is thinking about tapping out, but in the other corner of your screen flies in dream with the flying elbow drop to break up that. But in midair, he's caught. Into another flying arm cross arm breaker from Kushida, which is just insane. He's got this move locked in. He's now turned it in, like, turned this move into the hoverboard lock on Velveteen Dream. And as he's got Dream up in this hold, Cameron Grimes runs at them both, jumps up in the air and hits the, the stomp, the cave in on Kushida. And this looked nasty. Oh, this looked so dangerous. And I loved it. I I don't know how you do this safely, but this was an incredible finish. Cameron Grimes hits the cave in on Kushida and Cameron Grimes pins Kushida. Cameron Grimes is going to climb the ladder to the moon, baby. I love it. Once, once I got over kind of the, the dream thing, as we spoke about, I, this, this was a good match. I really enjoyed the, the final sequence of the, like the arm bar off the top and the, the purple rainmaker caught into the hoverboard lock into the stomp. Awesome, awesome finish. Uh, yeah. And Cameron Grimes is going to be in that ladder match. Like he's kind of my pick. Um, I think you could have a lot of fun with him as champion, but this ladder match is looking to be, um, it's reminding me of that New Orleans ladder match for the the first holder of the North American title. Like lots of very interesting options and all have a strong case to win it. So I, I can't see which way they're gonna go. Really enjoyed this match. Um means we're gonna get Dream versus Bala and next week. Ridge Holland versus Gargano next, next week. week. Which both should be quite interesting matches. Yeah, look, I love Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, he's going to the <clears throat> Sorry, he's going to the moon. He's going to take over. He's going to win this ladder match. I think it's between him and Bronson Reed. I think those are the two guys I would pick to win this match. And I don't even care who or who, who knows who else is in this match. But I think that is the one of the two is the obvious choices. I can't say Cameron Grimes or Reed because I love them both. But this look, I, I had to get over the fact Dream was in this match, and I did. But it was okay. It had some cool spots in the end. But the real highlight was this this. Really awesome, creative finish where the hoverboard lock and then getting stomped out just looked awesome. I, I, I tried to watch on the replays. It's like, how do you do this safely? And it's like, nope, you're looks just great. stomping on a guy as his arm is grabbing someone's wrist. It it looked awesome. I could see Cameron Grimes winning this ladder match, but this is great. I think he's been one of the best things going. The ring walker, he's going to the moon so he can be the moon walker. Mm. I love it. Cameron Grimes. Uh, but after the match, Cameron Grimes walks out leaves because he's winner baby and we see velveteen dream in the ring with kushida because kushida was the one who was pinned dream is upset even though he gets to have his last chance match next week Mm -hmm. and velveteen dream attacks kushida he is unhinged unhinged says commentary he hits a super kick to kushida he beats the hell out of him and he just kind of stands in the turnbuckle and poses as NXT goes off the air with Velveteen Dream being a dick. Um, 
I'm going to take aside all other kind of stories that we've talked about. Okay. Um, I think this was the right time to turn Dream. I, I liked the turn. He, his character had kind of ran its course in its current incarnation. The, the two title matches he had with Adam Cole were not good. His feud with Roderick Strong was not good. And we like, we've liked Dream. We've enjoyed his work. And I think that makes sense. Turn him heel. I think he'll be a great heel. Uh, we've seen him work heel before, but I think he's going to be more vicious now rather than the kind of uh, cheeky heel he's been in the past. Um, I think this was a, a change for the better. Look, I mean, people will say that it's unfortunate, that, not unfortunate, but weird that they're making this guy like a super bad guy when people kind of really hate him right now. But we don't know what's going on. I don't know. But if you try just... and strip that all away, which I know is hard, yeah. you look at when turns have happened in the past. Gargano had ran its his course as a babyface. People were turning at him on him in arenas. People didn't want to see him uh, at the top of the card as a babyface anymore. So that's when he turned. I think dream people people have just kind of gone a bit meh about him me so too. i have it's the best time to turn him and we know the guy can play heel as well definitely yeah i i i don't know I, i'm i'm just like the character is not hot at all the guy is right now super in like hot water so it's just like the whole thing i just i'm very meh about the yep. turn as well it wasn't even that great of a turn uh the 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 momentum should have been focused more on the, the cameron grimes win but yeah, Cameron Grimes is going to take over. Dream is back. Uh, Bala comes out at the end and kind oh, of yeah, stares sorry. him they down stare him and down. does the finger guns. Finger guns are back, baby. Finger guns are cool. 2020, you can't like high five, handshake. So finger guns are, are, are bringing finger them back. Gun. Finger guns. Do you do the wink when you do it? Of course. You, what, yeah. you, you don't do the wink with the finger it's guns. It's one of those things that you, I'll new? like. I'll I'll be walking home. I'll have my headphones on. Yeah. And you know when you don't want to stop and chat, but you see someone, you know, so you're like, hi. Yeah, I do the head. And mouth. I always do the finger guns, and then I regret doing the finger guns. Uh, I'm like, why did I just? I do peace guns? a lot. Like I, I'm on my like bicycle. I'm on my bicycle a lot. And when I, when you cycle and you're like, you're doing, you're swerving in and out of cars and stuff. You want to be nice to to other drivers, so I always throw up the deuces, the peace yep. sign. Be a little, you know, you know, peace is what the world needs. Uh, so I don't know how we just talked about that, but that was NXT from August. This, the 12th, August the 12th, NXT from August the 12th. Yeah, uh, my highlight for me, I think, was Bronson Reed and Damian Priest. I thought the big lads wrestling were putting on the, a great show there. There was a lot of stuff I really liked. I thought it was a really good show, actually. I, I think the taste the, the, the taste in my mouth from Dream is not that great right now. Like, I'm yeah. like, uh, I don't really want you. that. Yeah. I'm with you, too. Uh, I think mine might have been the Aaliyah match. The Aaliyah match? Fuck it, I'm going to say it. Whoa! Um, Aaliyah had my match of the night. Wow. Uh, no, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that tag. I I liked uh, Bronson and Priest as well, and I did think the main event was good, but just as I said, weird taste in my mouth after that. Shall we go to some feedback? Yes, that's what we thought about NXT. I thought it was a good show, but I know that we we post up forum.postwrestling.com every Wednesday night. We post up, and you can write in your comments or questions. Would you like to read the first one? Yes, we go to mystery. Hiya. Io Shirai completely murdered Dakota Kai in their respective promos tonight. God damn. Velvetrin Dream returning was absolutely vile and I completely uh What? And I'm I'm fed up with WWE, essentially. Okay. Him being brought back was a horrible idea. I really hope Finn squashes him next week and we never see Dream shit again on TV. He's irredeemable trash in my eyes. 
WWE shouldn't try their usual antics and try and get cute by having Dream go over for the heat. He doesn't bring anything of value value to the industry right now. Dream has way too much baggage. Not thrilled about him being on TV again next week either. Should have been Kushida getting a second chance against Bala over Dream. Tell me what you really feel. Yeah. Statement of the week. Bailey versus Asuka on the latest Raw was the best match of the week, at least in WWE. Go watch it if you can. It was amazing. I don't have much else to say about NXT tonight because Dream's return completely ruined any enjoyment I got from this episode. Ooh, so a lot of people, I think, are upset about this. Yeah. Damn. I'm not surprised. We go to Paul from Dakota Territory. <laughs> that is how you do a fireball spot, Hulk Hogan. Birch Cross and Lee all played their parts ably. Glad Breeze didn't come out like a goofball, seeing as his boy was kidnapped. <laughs> Been a fan of EV, aka Dakota Kai, for a long time, and I must admit, when she was signed, I was worried she would be how she would be booked. Although Kai will not defeat the one that bre- gets Braden high, she's had quite the m- meteoric rise. Casey shouldn't have disrespected Robert Stone. Jersey people for you. The Garganos continue to entertain me every single week. This week's KNN update. Why? Sorry for those. Uh, it's the Kona News Network, I guess. Kona News Network. Yeah. Why isn't the finest your current NXT champion destroying both Lee and Cross? Reeves had surgery in March to heal from a torn labrum. Kona Reeves to the sun as the moon is too already occupied. P.S. Been stumped on what to choose for my BDE review, but your talk of Rush Hour inspired me to pick my favorite Jackie Chan movie of all time, which is Rumble in the Bronx. Well, Paul from New Jersey, let me tell you something, brother. That is also my favorite Jackie Chan movie of all time. I got and the Blu-ray. that's another one I haven't seen. So oh, fuck. Yo, I got the Blu-ray. It's so bad that he broke his foot during the movie but they continue to film so in certain shots because it's like high def and remastered you oh, can just yeah, see the cast yeah. in the, some of the <laughs> shots it's like wait what I don't understand uh, thank you Paul yeah uh, I Kona Reeves did have surgery a while back he, it was revealed so he will be making a return soon hopefully the return of the finest on NXT I can't wait I, I can't it, honestly it's how many well, slots they got in that ladder when, match <laughs> when he comes back um He's got to be the picture and the title of the show. Every week. The show is dedicated to Kona. We'll have a new podcast called The Finest, where we just talk about him. Kona Reeves matches. <laughs> Best match ever, Kona Reeves. We go to Charbel, the chosen one. Drake was over like a freaking white claw. Are they already dropping the ball with him? If there were a, g- a crowd, they couldn't ignore him because Full Sail would be hot AF for him, I think. What's with the pants in wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> what a question. Oh, there's a lot of things in wrestling, but what's with the pants? Casey was on fire. I always liked her, but I thought her offense always looked weak. But tonight she was awesome. Maybe her new gear? Maybe. So he's not hes not going any further with what's with the pants in wrestling. <laughs> what's, so what's the deal with pants in wrestling? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Randy Orton. Okay, you need, you need to elaborate with that one. <laughs> What's with pants and wrestling? What's with the pants and wrestling? That What's ki- with the lack of pants and wrestling? <laughs> that Kai Shirai package was awesome. So much personality out of Kai. I used to like her as a baby face, but as a heel, I love her. But okay, let's talk about EO, 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 EO. Yes. What was that fucking promo? Seriously, what was that? Please let her talk in Japanese like this forever. I always thought Baszler in NXT was scary looking AF. But Shirai's confidence and delivery tonight was on the roof. Legit, at the end of her promo, I was like, okay, Kai's dead. (laughs) 
See, seeing Grimes on TV makes me su- smile because I know somewhere out there Brady is lit AF and opening not one but two White Claws. The Demo Prince versus the COVID God in a Fozzy concert without masks and social distancing match. Maybe. Please don't book it. I don't want nothing bad happening to the Prince. Last thing, I opened Twitter and saw Davey Nira fucking barbecue. After all, most burning down the BDE. You want him to light the garden up or what? Please be safe. Wow, that that was something. Wow, Charvel. Charvel, that was a long bit of feedback, but thank you. You know, you did I almost to power through it. No, we're not talking about that. Let's go to Author's Post. David no, also almost the burned the house down this week the again. It's long already. David David put something in the oven and then went to get a coffee, which is like five six minutes total. Which is like, yeah, that's fine. But then I come home in those five to six minutes, and I just. Open the door to literally, it looked like I was hotboxing the it's whole It's one apartment. of the trays, I think. One of the trays. <laughs> there is was gone. literally a fire in our kitchen with smoke coming out the oven. And somehow I still let you near a fire today to cook me dinner. Wow. But you did it. You did it. What are you going to do? <laughs> we go to author of posts for the last one. Last little bit of feedback here. Very good show, but hated that fireball spot. Let's keep the Hocus Pocus nonsense away from NXT. I know it's infected every other wrestling show, but let's not bring it here. Not my NXT. Not my NXT. There ain't no magic here. There ain't no fireball here in NXT. I could go for some fireball. We going out tonight? Sure. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> John Cena in the YouTube chat says, save the fire and burning the house down stories for the Patreon. Um... <laughs> You're upset that I outed you for burning the house down. But this one wasn't even my fault. <laughs> I was fine. Everyone's okay. That's what's important. Okay? That's what's important. No one got hurt. Okay? I trust you. I trust you. I'm good when I... Yeah. It was the tray. <laughs> it was the tray. I put it on the temperature. I left for five minutes. It was meant to be a, like a 25-minute cook. Oh, man. What's what's with pants and wrestling? What's with <laughs> pants and wrestling? Hey, thank you so much for listening to Up Next. That was NXT this week. We will be back next week with the Go Home Show. NXT, the ratings next week should be pretty good, considering there's no AEW. Uh, and then we will be doing our TakeOver 30 review. Uh, join us on our Twitter and Facebook. We update all the shows we've been doing. Up Next Podcast at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and Up Next Podcast on Facebook, the, the group as well, because we post all the stuff, all the shows we've been doing. Again, patreon.com slash up next. We have our SummerSlam 2005 review coming out this week, as long as as well as another was next and all the back shows we did the past few weeks, um, including the Karate Kid, some Lucha Underground. We've been all over the place. Yeah, I think it's a great month to sign up. Yeah. Uh, with SummerSlam being one of the biggest events of the year, um, lots of SummerSlam themed things uh, best match ever SummerSlam main event so uh, tweet us what main event should we be watching from the history of SummerSlam you know we also we did a best match ever Terry Funk and you know, maybe that's what Karrion Cross was watching all his old Terry Funk and Mick Foley that's how we got the, the fireball in the eye yep. tonight in Keith Lee's eye but yeah patreon.com slash up next you can help support us and get all the podcasts we've been doing because we have quite a lot if you click our Patreon and go through all the shows we put out there's a lot of them we've been podcasting quite a bit so thank you for uh, listening and supporting us here at up next we appreciate you listening and we will be back next week as well as my money plane review Adam Copeland and Kelsey Grammer in Money Plane out tomorrow night on this very free feed with myself and John Sino. Uh, so I think that's about it. I think so, yeah. Thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye. And do you believe in magic? <laughs> <laughs>
pants in wrestling. <laughs> Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.